A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to a special political party podcast. This one featuring an interview with SNP Deputy Leader Angus Robertson from a TV show on Dave. Unspun. The series is now finished, but you can catch up with the episodes online through the UK TV player. Thanks to all of those of you that come down to the live shows. I've got a special announcement to make. We're doing a Christmas special, uh, a Christmas political party on the 15th of December at the Leicester Square Theatre, where I'll be joined by Ed Balls and MP4, the stars of Unspun, the real stars of the show. My house band, a house band of real MPs, will also be on stage as well. So it'll be a, a, a political party with a difference. Tickets for that will be on sale very soon, so do check the website and check my Twitter feed, at Matt Ford. In the meantime, enjoy Angus Robertson. Hello, I'm Matt Ford. Welcome to Unspun. The show that was outraged at Michael Gove's suggestion that Leave voters are being slut-shamed. But then, he would say that, wouldn't he? A sexy little tart. (laughs) Stephen Wolfe has resigned from UKIP, saying that the party is riddled with violence and infighting. A spokesman for the party has said, ''Have you got his address?'' ''Right, come on, lads, let's break his bloody legs!'' (laughs) MPs drank a third less wine than they did last year. Some MPs, like David Cameron and Ed Balls, stopped drinking altogether, although Simon Danchuk was rarely seen without a stiff one in his hand. <laughs> David Cameron's defeat at the EU referendum has led to him being voted the third worst Prime Minister since the war. The study has raised some serious questions, mainly, who the fuck were the other two? <laughs> the Scottish National Party had their conference in Glasgow this week. Taking the entire political world by surprise, Nicola Sturgeon had a new idea. I can confirm today that the independence referendum bill will be published for consultation next week. Hey! Scottish independence! Their big idea for 2016 is the same big idea they've had every year since 1934! (laughs) Now, the SNP promised that the referendum of 2014 was a -a once-in-a-lifetime deal. So how does Nicola Sturgeon get out of rhetoric like that? I, I did see once in a lifetime, but I represent a constituency on the south side of Glasgow and life expectancy there is so low, I reckon we can have another referendum in the next five years. <laughs> the Crown Prosecution Service have announced new guidance to prosecute people who abuse others online. One of the latest trolls to be investigated by the police is an account called Eli the Barrowboy, who's abused politicians from all parties. Let's have a look at some of his handiwork. He called Tory MP Daniel Kaczynski, the stupidest MP in Parliament, <laughs> Labour MP Neil Coyle, a pathetic piece of work, and Labour MP Ian Austin, a balloon-headed halfway. <laughs> now, the police traced the account and the trail led back to this man, Greg Taylor. So, what does Greg Taylor do for a living? He's the Mayor of London's principal government relations officer. (laughs) Look at his job description. Develop and establish an effective relationship with the Cabinet, Shadow Cabinet and London MPs. (laughs) Setting the highest standard in upholding integrity and ethical (laughs) behaviour. That's right. The man employed to charm MPs and ministers is now accused of setting up a Twitter account to hurl abuse at them. Imagine trying to work with him. 
Yeah, I'll be with you in a minute, Sadiq. I've just got to send this tweet calling John McDonnell an arseface spunk puffin. <laughs> the investigation into Greg Taylor is ongoing, but it's not all bad news. As a result of allegedly being aggressive towards loads of Labour MPs, he's been offered a new role, head of internal relations to Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> Now it's time for my special guest. He has a command of the House of Commons that has won him a new army of fans. Elected as the SNP's deputy leader this weekend, please welcome a star of Prime Minister's Questions, Angus Robertson! They're pretty good, aren't they? They're very good. Uh, now, we chose the Proclaimers song, or MP4 chose the Proclaimers song, because, and is this true, you were recruited to the SNP by one of the Proclaimers. It's, it's true. Charlie Reid. So just, before, just before they got signed up, um, uh, they played their, their first ever gig with the House Martins. Wow. But before, before they, they sort of hit it lucky, I had this tall, specky guy come to my door. I'd filled in a form saying, I want to join the youth wing of the SNP. And so Charlie Reid came and signed me up. So there you go. Was signed by one of the proclaimers. That is cool. It's I not mean, bad. So does that mean that if Phil Collins would have uh, applied <laughs> it, he'd have ended up as a Tory? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Angus, your, your constituency of Murray uh, covers, is this right, half of the entire Scotch whiskey industry in terms of distilleries? There's, yeah, there's, there's more than 40 whiskey distilleries in Murray in Speyside. Yep, it's quite a few. And I think it's an important job for the Member of Parliament uh, to, to travel around. <laughs> and uh, you better not be doing a tasting test, by the way. <laughs> well, not a tasting test, but I thought to make you feel at home. Um, <laughs> we got this is genuine Speyside... Scotch? Uh-huh. Is that one that you... Really? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I don't recognise that label. Um, that is Waitrose Speyside. <laughs> this is, um, Special reserve. That's right, the uh, Surrey Distillery of, um, of... I've never tried this before, but I know... Me neither. <laughs> I've never seen that before. I just, I just thought we could have a, a dram. Uh-huh. How much? Just tell me when. When? <laughs> this is past the watershed. <laughs> Cheers. So how... Slancher. Slancher. Slancher, your health. And then sniff it. It's not bad. <laughs> I think this is better what, than what you were drinking earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as orange. <laughs> <laughs> is it, should, how much should I take of it? Just a little sip? Or? In moderation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's highly addictive. It's... It might help improve your Scottish accent. Oh! Oh, I... oh no way, Matt! <laughs> when I did all the Nicola Sturgeon impressions, <laughs> it sounded like I was on Shrek. <laughs> you, were, you were recruited in 1985, around yep. the time that Nicola Sturgeon joined. Uh -huh. Now, we have a photo... Oh, of, don't do this. ...of you? No, this, no, don't do this. this. This Don't a, do this. So, see if you can spot on the photo. This is a photo of young SNP activists. Angus... This is not good. <laughs> this is, this is, this is not going to end well. <laughs> Angus on the right of the photo and Nicola on the left of the photo. Can we see that? 
Look at that. <laughs> Angus, very, very handsome young man there, Angus. I think it's a Human League cover band. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, congratulations on becoming deputy leader of the SNP because it's a huge achievement and, and the mandate you got, over 50% of the yep. votes. Um, it was quite rare to watch an internal party election uh, where there was apparently no animosity. Yeah, we actually liked each other, the <laughs> candidates, and um, we were civil to one another, and, uh, yeah, we get on with one another. So, do you, think, do you think, in a way, you've learned from the mistakes that the Labour Party is, is sort of making in terms of the factionalism in the SNP? Don't think so. We just we get on. I think one of the differences between ourselves and the, the UK parties is we've got a clear North Star. We know where we want to get to. We like the idea of, of Scotland being able to govern itself and... Amazingly, have the government that you elect, <laughs> as opposed to being governed by a party that has one seat in your country, which is currently the way it is uh, at the moment. So, when do you think we would see a second independence referendum? Uh, well, obviously, the Brexit situation is uh, is, a, is a massively determining issue for us because we voted 62% to remain in Europe. Now, I know in this city in London, people voted to to, to stay as, as well. So it's you know there, there are problems outside Scotland. I totally get that. We but... could form a union, London and Scotland. Well, given I was born here, and I'm made for it. <laughs> <laughs> would that? I mean, do you think it, 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 that wouldn't be acceptable? Would it really? I mean, it, I understand. Are you saying you don't have to ask? This is a London audience. Would you like to to become part of Scotland? <laughs> You're about... very welcome. It <laughs> <laughs> was about 52.48, I think. Uh, <laughs> I have to say this, and I hope this doesn't sound silly, but as someone who, uh, I would say, I'm a fan of politics and I watch it a lot, yeah. it's, I am fascinated by the SNP and the success, yeah. uh, but I, I sort of worry on your behalf in an odd way. Oh, don't worry. But I do... I, oh, don't worry. Why are you worrying? Because yeah? I worry that you're... You're, you're really lying popular. back. It's like he's, in, he's going into therapy. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't worry. What? It's Sigmund Freud, yeah. Well, maybe you could help me I was in Vienna for ten years where they do the whole psychoanalysis thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to admit to something, Mr Ford? That sounds like something else. Oh, really? Okay. Are you still varying? I'm sort of worrying for your career after this, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I guess this feels really nice, actually. I guess, I guess what I worry about is that... You, it is the last episode of the series. It's <laughs> a season of confiding with all your <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to go into any personal stuff. Okay. Um, just, just political ways. I worry that the SNP are really popular, Doctor, and, um, and that by pushing for a second independence referendum too quickly, um, you will then make yourselves less popular? Look, politics has to be... You can sit up now. Surely. Oh, awake. You're like a hypnotist. <laughs> Isn't okay. politics about the art of the possible? So, of course, you don't have a referendum if you think there's no chance of winning, point one. OK. Um, but, but point two, you can't just go on having referenda time and time again. Now, we had two, two referenda for devolution in Scotland. We had one in 1979, and then there was a second referendum That's which delivered, delivered devolution in 1997. Um, and uh, will there be another independence referendum in Scotland? I think there will be. Uh, for one thing, there's a lot of people who voted no in 2014 because they were told, oh, no, you have to vote no, because otherwise Scotland will be outside Europe. Yeah. And they're now thinking, well, hold on a second, I voted no, and now there's been this Brexit vote and we're being taken out of Europe. So people are, are thinking about things in new ways. There's another leading politician who's technically Scottish, Donald Trump. <laughs> but but he, he, he uses his... Not Scottish... my taste at all, no. Um, have you ever met him? No. 
Uh, because he was... He, Alex Hammond's met him and, obviously, uh, yeah. previous Labour incumbents as uh, First Minister have, have yeah. met him. And he uses his Scottish heritage. He's got a golf course there. Have you deliberately kept out his way? Just never had the... Do you normally say good fortune and... Pleasure? Pleasure? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's no. say he becomes President Trump. I don't. I really... Really hope that doesn't happen. Let's say it does. For... No, let's. Why do you always go for these <laughs> hypotheticals? You're not going to win the referendum. Uh, it's going to be a President Trump. <laughs> but let's say you get President Trump and independence, and then something happens, and you become First Minister of an independent Scotland. If, 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 if. If, mm -hmm. if, 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 if. Not that implausible in both regards. And he says, I'm going to come to Scotland. I want to meet with First Minister Robertson. We're going to drink whiskey together. Um, uh, uh, he's, he's obviously moved around a bit since he became... <laughs> <laughs> Would you meet with him as, an, as the head of Scotland and the head of America? OK, I, um, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I, well, firstly, it's not, I hope it's not going to be pre President Trump, but secondly, it's not going to be First Minister Robertson because I'm at Westminster. I'm not in the Scottish Parliament and the First Minister needs to be in the Scottish Parliament, so it won't be me. OK, but, what might, but you might get independence. Uh, that, I thought, was the best answer I could come up with. Oh, it was! I, just, I, I cannot countenance a scenario. I just don't want to think about it. Well, Angus, if... Let's say Scotland goes independent, would you still come back and drink whiskey with me? On your show? Yeah. <laughs> On the next series? <laughs> so are you predicting an independence referendum will take place shortly? Oh! Hey, would you like me to? When's your next series? Um, that is... To be decided. <laughs> but, we... <laughs> but... but Angus, let me say this about the future series: we wouldn't do it if the public didn't want it. Um, we, would... <laughs> we wouldn't do it if it wasn't successful. <laughs> we wouldn't do it if it wasn't successful. And the right thing to do. And the right thing to do. Uh, we wouldn't foist anything on the public that they didn't want. So, I'd watch that program. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very persuasive. <laughs> Angus, as expected, you've been absolutely superb. Thank Thanks you for having me on that. Thank you. Cheers, thank thank, you. You. Cheers, thank you. you. Angus Robertson. Before MP4 players out, there's just enough time to have a look at next week's news. Further steps will be taken to combat the House of Commons rodent problem after a small twitchy creature was found sniffing around the canteen. Tim Farron apologised and said <laughs> next time he'll remember to wear his parliamentary pass. Jeremy Corbyn will continue working towards his goal that 50% of Labour MPs will be women by 2020. If his plans go ahead, this could mean that after the 2020 election, there'll be nearly five female Labour MPs. <laughs> Next week sees the unveiling of a talking toilet in the House of Commons for visually impaired visitors. A pre-recorded voice issues helpful phrases to blind users, such as, the sink is on your left, the lock is above the handle, and I'd give it another five minutes if I were you. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thanks to my guest, Angus Robertson. And now, to play us out, it's MP4. Well, there you go. That was Angus Robertson on the final episode of the series, Unspun. As well as that special Christmas 
uh, edition of the political party at the Leicester Square Theatre. I'm also on tour. Uh, I'm in Glasgow on the 23rd of this month, which is this Sunday coming. Uh, I'm in Edinburgh on the 6th of November, Leeds on the 13th of November, Stafford on the 8th of December, and Birmingham on the 11th of February, Cambridge next year as well, some more coming up next year. So do follow me on Twitter, at Matt Ford, uh, for more details about those. And of course, that Christmas political party special featuring MP4, the best house band on TV. Uh, tickets for that will be on sale, hopefully, by the time you listen to this. Thanks very much. ta Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.